following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Behind the back dribble, black, bank shot, go! <laughs> and they say the big guys oh, can't goodness. dribble, right? How did he do that? Jordan on the right wing, right corner, Finky puts it on the deck, drives in, oh! and slams it in! <laughs> Finky slams it in! Here's the Kenny there Battle Drive! Exactly! <laughs> Now, from our Illini Game Day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good evening, sports fans. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on Fighting Illini Game Day. I'm Tim Dittman filling in for Scott Beatty tonight. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management is Central Illinois' retirement specialist. We're taking you up to an 8 p.m. tip between Illinois, 10 and 5 overall, 0 and 2 in the Big Ten against the Minnesota Golden Gophers, 12 and 3 overall, 1 and 1 in league play as we restart league play. Illinois up at the barn tonight in Minneapolis. Lauren Tate from the News Gazette is alongside. How are you, my man? Big Ten basketball. Let's go. You gotta love it, right? I do. Two games on the schedule tonight. One in progress. Number 13, Purdue leads Rutgers, 29 to 15, with about five minutes left to go until the half and again Illinois is the nightcap Illinois and Minnesota Lauren how do you size this one up Minnesota's got some playmakers and they've got some rim protectors as well that's right they, this is about a, they've got four really good players if Mason plays and we kind of expect him to don't we I mean he's a game time decision but is he really yeah I think he's probably going I think he's about Brad ready. the reason I think that play. is because he was so close to playing in the last game they probably aren't going to tell us for a while in another hour but uh they've got the, the thing that Illinois has is depth on their ball club and the thing that Minnesota doesn't have is depth so I think what you do is you send your people after them you try to wear them down try to beat them in the second half I mean that's uh, that's the only thing I know I mean you you, you don't have the individual stars that Minnesota has but you have a chance if they're so thin that maybe you can wear them down you mentioned the depth Minnesota just looking at their statistics only three guys coming off the bench that are playing significant minutes averaging double digit minutes so certainly something for Illinois to possibly exploit Minnesota as we mentioned 12 and 3 coming off a victory over Harvard 66 65 rather to 55 on Saturday Jordan Murphy, 13 points, 12 rebounds for his nation-leading 15th double-double. And as Lauren alluded to, senior point guard Nate Mason missed that game with a sprained left ankle. And again, uh, he is a game-time decision tonight. Brad Underwood expects him to play, but we probably won't find out until we hear the starting lineups. Uh, Washington, Isaiah Washington, has been starting in his place, and he's done a decent job. Yeah, I, I think that uh, Mason just gives him that experience and that he, he, he's a lot better assist man than Washington, and I think that uh, he's a key to their team. I just like 
McIntosh is the key to Northwestern, and Cowan's the key to Maryland. You got that that really good, solid veteran point guard means an awful lot to your program. And 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 uh, Murphy right now, uh, I would call him with those double doubles. I'd call him the Player of the Year. I think he's outplayed Bridges so far. Now I don't think in the in the final analysis, I think Bridges is a better player. But uh, up to this point, you know, the Bridges thing is interesting. You remember he came, he decided to come back if they agreed to move him from a four to a three. Mm-hmm. Well, when they, they, then they put Jackson at the four, the freshman, who's also an, a standout, and Ward, of course, at center. Well, Bridges has taken some time to get adjusted to the three. And in fact, they've been playing him some at the four because he's more effective there. But I only bring it up because Murphy, I think at this point, has been more effective and more natural in his position than Bridges of Michigan State so far. Here is Brad Underwood on going up against shot blockers like Jordan Murphy. So it's a great opportunity for us to get an offensive rebound, or it's a great opportunity for us to make an assist. And, uh, um, you know, we've addressed that. Um, you know, the veterans obviously know him. Uh, you know, he doesn't leave the paint much. Uh, we've got to try to exploit that. Uh, but I've always believed in attacking shot blockers. Um, I think good things happen when you do that. I think bad things happen when you play cautious and timid and don't go in there. Brad Underwood on Jordan Murphy, and they've also got that ISU transfer, Reggie Lynch, who is a big rim protector as well. We are Both Smith and Fraser have to think as they drive to the hoop, mm-hmm. have it in the back of your mind that if you see this guy, you know, if he, if he comes over to double, somebody's open, yep. and you've got to find him. And we'll talk maybe more about that in our Keys to the Game segment coming up. We're off and rolling on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. More analysis on the way. Also, our Coach's Corner, Brian Barnhart's conversation with Chin Coleman, taking you up to an 8 o'clock tip, Illinois and Minnesota at the barn. Stick with us. Williams with five, in the lane, puts it up, and Lynch with three for the lead. Timeout called Minnesota, his first points of the second half. Blast from the pass there, 2002, Illinois up at the barn. Frank Williams with a go-ahead layup late to give Illinois the victory and a share of the Big Ten Championship. Lauren, you were just reminiscent about that one during the break. The look, if you look at a still photo, just the look on people's faces Hundreds as that shot was going in. people with their mouths open, you know, <laughs> like, we didn't really lose this game. We didn't really make three turnovers in the last 17 seconds, yep. did we? It was, it was That's a, 12 out of 15 we've won up there now. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yep. The, uh, the overall series is uh, 122 to 66 Illinois leads it's about even uh, at the barn but you're right Illinois has won 12 out of the last 15 up there Minnesota won last year 68 to 59 that was on February the 4th that one was in Champaign I beg your pardon but again Illinois has won 12 of the last 15 at the barn did Rudy, you, did go you ahead, notice Lauren? that game la- here last year that Malcolm Hill and um one of the other players, who was it, went 0 for 15 from the three-point line. Malcolm Hill and Coleman Lands. Is that right? Isn't that amazing? 0 for 15. If you follow three-point shooting, it'll tell you so much about who's going to win basketball games. I mean, who has won? You never know going in. The last two games that Illinois has played, uh, Missouri and Grand Canyon, they have hit 8 out of 47. When you can hold the team down on three-pointers, you got a chance to win because those are, you know – it's, it's just... It, you, well, we've you seen that with Aaron by, Jordan. He's been held down lately. 
Well, he's not getting shots. What I'm talking about is missing shots. That too. You know, I mean, uh, if, if Jordan isn't getting a shot, maybe at least somebody else is getting a shot. But when you can hold the team to eight, it's the old story. If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And maybe tonight's game will be another game. It'll be decided by the three. And yep. maybe Illinois can hit threes and hold them down like the, the same way they've held down Missouri and, and Grand Canyon. Off and rolling here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Tim and Lauren hanging out with you till the bottom of the hour. And that's when we will go out to the barn for more pregame coverage. Illinois 10-5, and five, taking on Minnesota at 12-3. and three. Illinois coming off that win over Grand Canyon, 62-58 to 58 on Saturday. Here is Brad Underwood on one of his team's bugaboos this year, slow starts. I'd like to say that I could pinpoint what, what, what the deal is, and, and uh, uh, I, I don't have that answer. Um, gosh darn, you'd hope. In conference play, I, I've taken a lot of pride over the course of the last four years that uh, we've showed up every single night. And, and uh, uh, as you get into conference play, obviously, if you don't show up, you're going to lose. And that's something he repeated on that teleconference multiple times. If you don't show up in the Big Ten, you're going to lose. So and he knows he, what's at stake. If, if our team doesn't show up, they're going to be replaced pretty fast. <laughs> well, <laughs> he said he, he'll change lines. Uh, yeah, like he did. It was the Maryland game when he did yeah. the, to use a hockey yeah. term, the wholesale line change where Let's he brings not forget, five guys in. They showed up in St. Louis. They did. Well, 40, you wonder why. 42-22. <laughs> you know, that's a pretty good half. Yeah, really, best half of the season by far. But obviously, yeah. you know, rivalry game, a lot more motivation there. I yeah, think Brad Underwood would like to see that every the night. The difference in that game was that they were weak where we were strong. They were weak in ball handling at the guard. They had used three or four point guards because they were dissatisfied with the ball handling, and they couldn't get the ball to their good people. And we took the ball away from them 11 times in the first half, right? I mean, steals. And that's a, that's a tremendous uh, advantage when you can do that. And uh, Minnesota's ball handling is a lot better, much better. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues. Tim and Lauren with you. We'll take a timeout on the other side of this break. We will bring you our keys to the game. And a little bit later in the program, it's the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart talks it over with assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has the scout tonight. 8 p.m. tip at the barn in Minneapolis. Illinois, 10 and 5. Minnesota, 12 and 3. Brian and Dion have the call. I'll be back with you with Michael Kaiser and a special guest. We'll tell you who that is maybe a little bit later in the program. That's all coming up on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. We will take your calls, your texts, and your tweets, and however else you want to reach us, break down, hopefully, an Illinois win against Minnesota. Back with our keys after this. Fighting Illini game day rolls on. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Tim Dittman, Lauren Tate with you taking you up to the bottom of the hour when we will go up to the barn. I almost said go out, but it's go up. It's north from here in Minneapolis, Illinois, taking on Minnesota tonight, 8 p.m. tip on both of these fine stations, Newstalk 1400, Light Rock 97.5. Time now for our keys to the game. These are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested also by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or PellaOfChampagne.com. Lauren, I know you have yours written down, so I'll give you first crack. Well, I'm trying to figure out what the, the key is. And, of course, when you're an eight-point underdog, you got to outshoot them from the three. Let's start with that. But 
I think the Black Murphy pairing is going to be a good one. And we got it. Black has done a pretty good job lately in avoiding foul trouble. He's mm-hmm. playing a guy that's quick and tough and strong and is a scorer and really good on the boards. Black has got to guard him and offset him without getting in foul trouble. That's my key. I will go with something that we talked about early on in the program, which is going up against the big rim protectors that Minnesota has. And Brad Underwood has said that Illinois is not going to be scared to do that. You look at a guy like Mark Smith who can drive and can get to the line and you know draw fouls and get to the line. If he has a big game tonight, I think Illinois is going to be competitive in this one. You also mentioned off-air if Illinois drives and a guy is doubled, what does that mean? You the guy's open on the perimeter. That's right. Penetrate and, and kick out. So that's got to be an option too. Absolutely. If you can get open threes, take them. Yep. I mean, you got to make them. This is a game where you are the underdog, and so you've got to, you maybe you got to do some things you might not ordinarily do. Keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign and the Pella Window Store. Quickly before we take our final time out, Lauren, all Big Ten. Who put out this All Big Ten team that you were talking about? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't write it down, but I did see. An, uh, I think I got it on Twitter. It's one of the one of the national experts. So okay, far. a mid-season All Big Ten team. Yes, and he picked Murphy, Bridges, Carr. Uh, Bates Diop, who's having a really good year for Ohio State, and Matthias of uh, Purdue, who I would say is probably a little bit overrated there, but uh, Black did not make the first three teams. That's Illinois just completely overlooked in this thing, and I guess that's okay. The third team has got Wagner on it and Ward of Michigan State and Matthews of Michigan and Jackson of Michigan State freshman and uh, Vince Edwards. So, uh, you know, it's it's a good it's a pretty good uh, listing of uh, the top fifteen players, and nobody from Illinois. We'll see if that changes. You got to think part of that is just for the fans' enjoyment, putting those out. Oh sure, it's not official. Right, it's just somebody's opinion. Right. You know, my opinion differs from his. Okay, <laughs> yours does too. Absolutely, it does. So that's okay, but it, it kind of gives you. An, and Mason, by the way, is second team. And uh, if he plays as we expect him to right. tonight, we'll find out. I mean, that's a game time decision, and. I don't know what kind of shape he's in, and if you've got a sprained ankle, you can't really uh, keep up your conditioning the way you want to, but uh, i got a hunch he'll be okay. Yeah, the word from Minneapolis, and again, this is just the chatter up there, is that he will play, but we'll more than likely uh, know once the starting lineups are announced, and if he's not in there, that's maybe a good indication he's not playing. Lauren, good stuff. We'll check Thank in you. with you down the road. All right. That's Lauren Tate on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We'll take a timeout. Coach's Corner is next. Brian Barnhart and assistant coach Chin Coleman. Finding Illini game day continues. Illinois and Minnesota, 8 p.m. tip at the barn. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Tim Dittman in our game day studios. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Scotty's Brew House. Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini, gets the scout from assistant coach Chin Coleman. It's Illinois basketball tonight, the Coach's Corner here up in cold and snowy Minneapolis, Minnesota. Chin Coleman joins us on the uh, Coach's Corner, and welcome to Minneapolis. Uh, you've coached a lot, but had not been here before either, right? No, I hadn't been here, but um, I've uh, heard a lot about it, and it lives up to its reputation. This is, uh, <laughs> this is not pleasant weather at all. This is not pleasant <laughs> weather at all. Yeah. And, it, and we're just going from bus to building, bus to building, bus to building, and that little... Ten seconds it takes to get off the bus to get into the building is brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> well, it's an old school building you're playing in tonight, though, too. Yeah, I like the nostalgia of the the barn. You know, there's a lot of history in there, all the way back to Coach Haskins and all those great players that they had uh, uh, to come through the University of Minnesota. I, I, I really, you know, they have that uh, 
sort of uh, Vanderbilt type stage mm-hmm. yeah. court type deal you got going on there. So it's different. It, it's different. And, um, um, but one thing's for sure is the, f- the floor is 94 feet uh, <laughs> and the rims are 10 feet high and, and they're round. So yeah. that, that doesn't change. Well, you were a guy that could shoot it. It looks to me like it'd be a good shooting background, is it? Uh, it, it I was, I mean, not to, you know, it didn't matter to me. Like I said, as long as it was 94 feet and 10 yeah. foot, I could, I could put can. it in the hole, you know. Yeah. So I wasn't the, – the building and the, and the atmosphere, none of that ever bothered me. All right. Well, let's talk about this Minnesota team, which is a very good team. Uh, they are 12-3. Uh, and three. I know Nate Mason has been banged up a little bit, but uh, we'll see if he plays tonight. But certainly Jordan Murphy is one headliner. We expect Mason to play. This is a Big Ten conference game. I, I don't see any reason for him to miss out on it. A Big Ten conference game. Um, uh, he's definitely the, the the head of the snake. Um, he's the train that drives the the engine that drives the train, so to speak. But they have a dynamic forward in uh, uh, Murphy, who's a double double machine, who's uh, leading the country in double doubles. Got 15 on the year. Uh, there, there's there's really nothing you can do about that, but assign someone to him to make sure that they block him out and keep him from getting rebounds, um, and everybody else kind of you know pick up the pieces, but. He's also a good offensive guy. He draws fouls. He's one of the leaders in the country in drawing fouls and putting a foul on his man. He's got a quick second jump. He's like Moses Malone. Every time he misses, he's the first to rebound his own misses. So I can go on and on and on about Murphy. He's, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good player, and he's a very, very, very impactful player. So we, we got our hands cut out there for us. We got our hands cut out there for us for sure. Well, I know coaches have told me over the years rebounding is positioning and effort going after the ball, and I know as a coach you can appreciate that, a guy that's getting 12, 13, 15 rebounds a night. I mean, that's working hard. Definitely have a lot of admiration for him. Um, the name of the game is basketball. And so I learned as a, as a kid from my little itty-bitty coach, the name of the game is basketball. So that's the most important thing in this game. So a person that gets his hand on the most important thing <laughs> all the time is a very valuable person. So I think that um, – he, 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 he's, he's, he's probably, I would say, one of the best players in the country right now, what he does and what he brings to the table. I mean, he's got a nose for the ball. He's got a nose for it, and, and we got to make sure that we kind of try and neutralize him the best way we can, you know. So, All right, we'll come back with Chin Coleman after this on the Coach's Corner from Minneapolis. We are back here with Chin Coleman. It's the Coach's Corner, Illinois and Minnesota, coming up just after 8 Tonight we've talked about Mason, we've talked about Murphy, uh, Reggie Lynch, guy inside that blocks a lot of shots, right? Um, he's the country's leader in that department, and um, he's done that every place he's been. He was uh, one of the country's leaders when he was at Illinois State, and I was in the league against him at Bradley, and he was at Illinois State, so kind of familiar with his game. It's it's all it's all brute, it's all brute, it's all muscle, it's all power. There's not any style points in his game. It's just all bully ball, so to speak, and he's good at what he does. Um, but, you know, they have a starting five that all, but except for one, are, are right at 30 minutes or, or more. So uh, we, we, we understand that we're going to get a chance to see their starting five pretty much the whole entire game. And, and our pace and what we do, we're expecting it to overwhelm them and, and wear them out some. I don't think that they can comfortably – I mean, it's, it's hard, it's hard to, to match or, or uh, simulate what we do until you actually see it. So we, we, we're, we're – we're resting our head on what it is that we do, and we're going to come in here and, and try to impose our will and, and get into our game and get into our pace a little bit. Tell me about Amir Coffey a little bit. He's one of those guys that plays a lot. 
big time, big time wing for them at six eight. They post them up. They run a lot of ISO. Uh, isolation plays for them. This is a good isolation team. This is a good post-up team. They post up their two bigs, and they also post up Amir Coffee. He's dynamic in the transition. Um, he too is a good player. He's he's part of their uh, their their, their five-man attack, and he's an all-league kind of like player. He was a freshman uh, newcomer on the team or whatever the case may be last year, and uh, we we we're gonna kind of make sure that we know who he is in, at all times on the floor. We got a GPS on him. We got a good good read on the scout on him as well. I guess one of the keys then, and you mentioned Murphy earlier about getting drawing fouls on people, is for our big guys to stay out of foul trouble, right? Well, we have to guard them um, in totality without fouling. They've uh, they've uh, got a hundred more rebounds than their opponent, and this the number is almost as staggering. Um, fouling, you know, getting to the foul line. So that that's a point of emphasis for us is to guard without fouling, and um, obviously rebound. I think this. This isn't going to come down to X's and O's. It's going to come down to the Jimmy's and Joe's. Mm-hmm. When that shot goes up, we got to pick a fight and win that battle, and that's the game. It's not going to be about how many plays that they draw up or how many plays that our, our, our coach draws up because our, you know both are great coaches, but the game is going to come down to when that shot goes up, who's going to pick a fight and who's going to win that war. Real quick, tell me what they like to do defensively and how do you foresee they'll play us defensively tonight? Um, they're going to play us man-to-man. They're 90-plus percent man-to-man team, and they like to influence everything into uh, the leading shot blocker in the country. So um, they play pack. They're not going to get up and pressure, but uh, they play pack man-to-man defense, and you can tell that a lot of the influence is to influence you into their two big guys who who really overhelp and overplug, and they try to make a mess out of the paint because they got two big guys that can control that area. So um, we understand that. We, uh, we're prepared for how to attack uh, what they do defensively and hopefully our style versus their style mm-hmm. and our style wins. All right. Hey, Coach, good luck tonight. We'll look forward to it. Thanks. Glad for having right. you. That is Chin Coleman with us on the Coach's Corner from Minneapolis. Thanks, Brian. That is the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Scotty's Brewhouse. The voice of the Illini gets the scout from assistant coach Chin Coleman. I'm Tim Dittman in our game day studios, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, and it's final 90 seconds. In just a moment, we will take you up to the barn for more pregame coverage with Brian, and then it's an 8 p.m. tip, Illinois and Minnesota. One note, Big Ten Network reporting that Nate Mason will play tonight for the Gophers. We've been speculating on that pregame, and the scuttlebutt was that he would play, and now uh, apparently BTN has confirmed that, so look for Nate Mason to start again. He had been out with that ankle sprain. Quick look at the scoreboard. Fighting Illini women's basketball in action tonight at Rutgers at the half. Rutgers leads that one 28-14. Dave Lone and Mike Kuhn have the call. You can hear the remainder on FightingIllini.com. Check out the college basketball scoreboard tonight on the men's side. One other Big Ten game tonight at the half. Number 13, Purdue leads Rutgers 45-24. At the half, Florida State leads North Carolina 51-40. And at the half, Clemson leads Boston College 38-23. I'll be back with you after the game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Michael Kaiser and a special guest, a new addition to our team, will join us. We'll leave you in suspense on that one, but it should be a fun postgame show. That's after the game, taking your calls and texts, hopefully talking about an Illinois victory over Minnesota. Right now, though, let's take you up to the barn for more Fighting Illini pregame coverage.